Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here. Trust you have had a really, really highly productive week and looking forward to a restful weekend. Just before we jump into today's topic, a couple of reminders. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, uh, please press subscribe on the platform that you are listening to this episode on. And if you are on Apple, I believe it's now pressing the follow button. If you can do that, that'd be greatly appreciated. That will allow me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be listened to. And of course, if you can do me another massive favor and rate the show as well on the platform that you are listening to, as well as a bit of a comment, if something resonates with you on the podcast, love to get your feedback, but also greatly appreciate any sort of rating, whether it be one, two, three, or hopefully a five rating as well, because that will enable other people just like you to find more easily the podcast out there amongst all the other podcasts that are currently on the various platforms. So if you can do that, that'll be greatly appreciated. So today is Friday, 28th of May, 2021, and it happens to be day number one of the fourth lockdown around COVID here in Victoria. Uh, we are on the first day of a seven-day lockdown. It's, it's got out again. So the government in their infinite wisdom has decided to lock down the state, which means people have to work from home, schools are shut, uh, restaurants and so forth are only open for uh, takeaway. All community sport has been cancelled for this weekend. So suffice to say, there's a lot of people feeling quite quite uncomfortable and quite unhappy, uh, even though we're doing this and have to do this for... I guess the safety and well-being of all Victorians. So as I was out walking this morning on my normal eight-kilometer walk, I was thinking about what would be an ideal topic right now to speak about on the podcast as we finish off this particular week that could hopefully add value to you as a sales leader, but also to your sales team. And there were two words that came to mind. One was comfort, and the other one was being uncomfortable. Now, that's what I want to talk about today, getting comfortable at being uncomfortable. It's fair to say that as human beings, we live our lives inside a comfort zone. And for many people, this comfort zone never, ever expands. Just think of the person who performs exactly the same role in the one company for 50 years. Uh, Or the person who goes from company to company every two to three years, but never, ever advances. Now, I've worked uh, with and alongside a lot of people over the years. And there's a number of organizations that I've gone into, certainly in the last five years, that uh, I've gone and taught, taught some certain topics, uh, done some mentoring, done some coaching, run some leadership workshops. And it's really intriguing to meet people who've been in the one company for 30, 40, 50. I, I did meet one guy at Australia Post who'd been in the organization for 60 years. And for most of that time, he had done the one role. Talk about being a comfort zone, that was a classic example of a person being a comfort zone. And a lovely bloke, really great bloke, so I'm not saying anything against him, but it's just interesting that as humans, we tend to get into and remain in and want to stay in a comfort zone. The other example I mentioned there also was the the, peop, the people or the person that moves organizations every couple of years. And I see this a lot in sales in particular. So business development executives or account managers moving from account to account, from business to business, but not necessarily advancing, more than happy to stay in the account manager role, what they're looking for is a different dynamic in terms of the company they're working for and perhaps a different view of accounts or a different view of customers and companies they're dealing with. 
But essentially, they start doing the same thing over and over and over again and never ever change or never ever improve or never ever get promoted. Now, for some people, and I get this, people don't necessarily want to be promoted and some are quite happy doing what they're doing because that's their sweet spot. That's not what I'm talking about because these people still find ways to evolve and get better and they still find ways to expand their comfort zone. What I am talking about though is those people who are perhaps capable of doing more, but for whatever reason, they want to stay within that comfort zone because it's nice and cozy and comfortable and nice and warm. And for many people, for many leaders and including myself, that becomes very, very frustrating when you know people are more than capable of getting better and doing more, yet they don't simply want to. So I'm not going to be talking about those people. What I'm going to talk about today is in the context of leaders and what sort of uh, what sort of example we're going to be setting, what sort of example we want to set by living outside or moving outside of our comfort zone because we are built. And certainly as leaders, we are built to evolve and we're built to get better. And certainly in the sales game, we are built to uh, set another benchmark, set another goal, set another level and strive to get that, to get to that level because it's our responsibility and dare I say, it's our obligation to evolve, to develop, to get better, to show the way. Because our team are watching our every move. And I've said this a lot on the podcast and I say it to every single client and I say it to every single workshop when I'm running leadership programs. It is our team are watching us like a hawk. Now, it might sound like a broken record, but sometimes people need to hear this over and over and over again because I'm absolutely staggered at the number of leaders who believe it's okay to live within their comfort zone and believe that their team are not watching and not taking notes and not following their example because our team model us. So what you see play out in your team essentially is what you're doing because your team is and always will be a reflection of you. Because the other thing we need to be conscious of as well is your team's development will be limited by your own development. So just think about this. If you are very happy in your role and you believe there's no other level of of performance to get to, there's no improvement, you've literally reached the pinnacle of your powers and there's no more development within you, then you're just going to stifle your team. Then there's they're going to the only way they're going to travel is they're going to plateau and they're eventually going to fall off a cliff or they're going to have a very very slow decline. More likely they'll fall off a cliff. And so we must as leaders we must get comfortable at getting outside of our comfort zone because if our think about this if our team are stuck it's because we are stuck, right? Because growth and expansion and opportunities and dare I say it, excitement lives outside of the comfort zone. <laughs> Many of you might be sitting there thinking, well, actually, I'm, I'm quite happy within my own comfort zone and life's pretty good. Well, that's that's great. Good for you. Uh, but there are a lot of people who are living in a comfort zone who are uh, not wanting to move beyond what they do today, not wanting to get better. And that approach, particularly in a leadership capacity, is stifling their team. Now, there is two zones we need to be really conscious of when it comes to expanding our comfort zone. You've got your comfort zone, which sits in the middle. Then outside of that, you've got a second circle, which is known as your learning zone. And your learning zone is, okay, if we get outside of our comfort zone and we take on something that's a little bit new that we haven't done before, that it might well be uncomfortable to do that. But you're jumping into a learning zone where you've got new skills, new approaches to learn, new ways of doing things, which the more you do that, the more you're going to learn, guess what? the more your comfort zone is now going to start to expand. The secondary circle outside of the learning zone is what's called the terror zone. So we do have to be conscious of this. And I've seen a lot of leaders actually make the mistake of trying to learn too quickly or to get too quickly outside of their comfort zone to the point where they trip up, they make spectacular mistakes, spectacular failures, failures, and they don't learn the lessons. So what happens then is they've, they've tried to take on too much too quickly 
and they've retreated very, very quickly back into their comfort zone, and therefore they suffer from a bit of stage fright, not wanting to go beyond their comfort zone anymore because it's safer. I don't wanna, they then become really risk averse, for want of a better term. So we need to be conscious of the comfort zone, we need to be conscious of the learning zone, and we need to be conscious of the terror zone. But here's the thing, specifically for leaders, and I'm talking specifically to you now as a sales leader, we must get comfortable at being uncomfortable, which means we must find ways to expand our comfort zone and to start living outside of our comfort zone. And we have to get uncomfortable and put ourselves over and over and over and over and over again in positions where we will be uncomfortable. Well, so how do we do that? You might be sitting there thinking, okay, that's all well and good. How do I do that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm in an environment where I get criticized for making mistakes. I'm in an environment where we're not encouraged to take risks. Well, the first response to that will, will be, you need to start really thinking about and questioning whether the environment is right for you and whether the organization is right for you. Because if you're working in an environment that is not promoting growth, it is not promoting you to take risks and is not promoting you to get better, then really, why why are you there? You actually, the, the organization, therefore, could be described as living in one big comfort zone. And what will happen with that organization is eventually they will start to shrink and they'll start to see their results go backward because they're not evolving and they're not going to the next level. They're not getting uncomfortable and being comfortable with that. So how do we get uncomfortable? How do we do this? Well, first of all, we need to be able to uh, get better at taking calculated risks. Now, I'll say that again, taking calculated risks. This is not ridiculous risks. This is not taking bold risks, although you can take bold, be bold in taking calculated risks, but it's really looking at, okay, where, do I, where am I right now? As a leader, I've been able to define reality. What's the next step of our evolution? What's the next step we want to get to? What's the level of performance we want to get to? And what sort of risks do we have to actually take in order for us to get the possibility or the opportunity of reaching that next level of performance? Because everything outside of what we do right now, what we know to be true, is going to be a bit of a risk to some degree. So there will be a level of uncertainty that exists within that, but we need to get better at taking calculated risks. And once that's once that's done, just back ourselves that, you know what, we'll be able to handle whatever is thrown at us as we go through the process of taking that calculated risks. So once you've got that, once you've identified what that risk is, step forward and take on that task, take on that project. That may well scare you or fill you with a level of anxiety, but take it on anyway, knowing that whatever happens, I'm going to have the support of my team and I'll work out what works and what doesn't work, right? Because too many people are looking for certainty, which is not risk-taking. They're looking for a certain guaranteed outcome. If I do this, do I get that? Well, that's not living outside of your comfort zone, and it's not certainly expanding your comfort zone. We need to get better at taking calculated risk and then taking a leap forward in faith that whatever happens, I'll be able to handle. Now, do that, and all of a sudden, the example you're starting to set for your team is extraordinary because you'll start to see them doing exactly the same thing. Another thing that a lot of people need to start doing in terms of getting uncomfortable is simply speaking up. How many meetings do you run? How many situations do you find yourself in where you want to say something, but for whatever reason, you simply don't say it? Now, speaking up can be a big thing because you're now feeling silence. And part of it is, oh, what if I say this and it comes across as incongruent or it comes across as being disingenuous or it comes across as being wrong? What will people think of me? Guess what? Irrespective of what you do or what you say, there's going to be people out there that are going to be judging you anyway. So who cares? Speak up anyway. And this is a big one because a lot of people are very, very afraid of saying the wrong thing or not saying something for the fear of 
what sort of what if I get it wrong? What if it doesn't come out right? Who cares? Just get uncomfortable, say it, because at least you get some feedback on how it resonates with uh, with the market, how it resonates with the person you're having a conversation with, how it resonates with the team you're having a conversation with. So just speak up, and challenge others to speak up as well, particularly in your team. As a leader, if you've got some people who are not necessarily as proactive as you'd like it to be, or you'd like to encourage them to to have more of a voice, just challenge them to have more of a voice. And if that means in a, in a meeting situation, you actually ask them, hey, Joe, what do you think? I'd like to hear your opinion. Can you tell us what your perspective is? Encourage them to do it and create a platform, create an environment where they're able to do that. And knowing that, there won't necessarily be any criticism that comes back. So you as a leader can set the tone for this. The other thing a lot of leaders don't do very well, and this is a this is a big one, it's delegation. So getting comfortable with being able to delegate for many people is outside their comfort zone because why do most people not delegate? Well, there's a whole host of reasons. One of the biggest ones is it's easier for me to do it myself, and at least if I do it myself, I know that I've done it right and it'll be done. So many leaders, unfortunately, choose not to delegate, which again is living in their comfort zone. To get outside of that, to get uncomfortable, sometimes means to let go and give people the opportunity to do things and give them the opportunity to stuff it up. Give them the opportunity to make mistakes because it's only through the making of mistakes that they will learn and guess what? They will start to live outside of their comfort zone because they're now jumping into the learning zone. The other thing to think about as well as a leader in particular is keep developing, keep reading, keep listening to podcasts, keep attending seminars. Just keep being a voracious reader and being a student of whatever the discipline is that you're interested in or you're working in because the more knowledge, and this is the key thing, the more knowledge you can take on board, but more importantly, the more knowledge you can therefore implement, it enables you to more easily move outside of your comfort zone because you're continuing to evolve and it's a habit. And the more you can do that, the more you can actually put yourself in a position where you've got to learn something new. And this could be a, a mantra you have for yourself or it could be a challenge you give for yourself. You actually... Every day, put yourself into a position where it forces you to be uncomfortable, forces you to learn something new. Then, what will happen is your comfort zone will exponentially start to expand, and you'll get more and more comfortable at being uncomfortable. It just becomes, as I said, it becomes a habit, becomes a way of life, and it just becomes who you are and what you do. Also, think about this: reach out to someone who you admire and ask them to mentor you. So, I often ask people uh, before I coach them, before I mentor them, who who is your mentor right now? Who has been your coach? What sort of coaching and mentoring have you had? And it's interesting to hear the number of people that say, well, I've I've never actually had a coach, never actually had a mentor. Uh, And a lot of it is because they're afraid potentially of what may be exposed through the conversations or through the work with a mentor and a coach. Uh, What if if I have a mirror placed up in front of me and I'm forced to look at me as I know I am, but all of a sudden other people are going to see the same thing as well. And for, for many people, it can be very, very confronting. But for leaders who are geared around getting uncomfortable and knowing that it's the example they set for their team, they want to put in themselves in a position where blind spots are identified, that they're then encouraged to deal with those blind spots, therefore encouraged to deal with and come up with strategies and tactics to cover those blind spots or to fill those blind spots and to get better. Again, expanding the comfort zone. And if you haven't had a coach, if you haven't had a mentor, then go and hire one irrespective of whether it's a sales coach like me, leadership coach like me, uh, a golf coach, a tennis coach, a writing coach, a presentation coach, get somebody who can help you get better and to help you fast track your development because not only will it help you expand your comfort zone, just think about how it's going to translate to the development of your team. There'll be exponential benefits to your team by you continuing to invest in your own 
development. So by doing all of these, and there's probably a whole host of other things you can do, and you probably have some individual things you can think about that you can do to get yourself more uncomfortable. But by doing these, you will very, very quickly get uncomfortable. But the funny thing will happen. Over time, the level of uncomfortability, if that's a word, starts to become more and more comfortable. And before you know it, your comfort zone has expanded beyond all the realms of what you thought was possible. And when you look back, you look at how far you've actually come. When you look at your team, you'll also see how far your team has come. And it all started with a decision. And that decision was you, as a leader, deciding to put yourself in a position where you needed to be uncomfortable. So that's the key message for today. Get comfortable at being uncomfortable. And if you do that, not only will your team reap the benefits, but you as an individual will reap the benefits and very quickly take your leadership to an entirely new level. So with that said, hope that message makes sense. Hope that is of value on this last day of the working week. And as a very quick reminder, no episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter podcast would be complete without a call to action. Looking for that next ideal client who is committed, disciplined, and wanting to get to the Exceptional Sales Letter status. If that's you, Jump on my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Let's have a conversation and start working together one-on-one so that I can help you take your leadership to a whole new level within the next 90 days. So I look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to speaking with you and sharing more ideas with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.